Hey mamas, I'm Alyssa, your mama and me RD. I'm a registered dietitian and mama of two. I specialize in nutrition and feeding for infants and toddlers. Welcome to Nutrition for Littles, a podcast dedicated to helping you raise healthy, confident, and intuitive eaters. Nutrition is kind of my thing, and I love sharing it, but honestly, the 30 seconds Instagram gave me on my stories just wasn't cutting it anymore. Join me each week as we go deeper and tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby-led weaning, and fostering a healthy relationship with food, and so much more. I'll try to be short, but I plan on answering your actual real-life questions using your examples. I will walk you through actionable strategies to help you protect and preserve your child's innate ability to listen to their bodies and eat intuitively. Let's jump right into today's topic. Hey, hey, so today's topic, we are chatting about how to build or construct a meal platter or plate or snack plate for your toddler. Um, This can also honestly be applied to babies as well, but um, focusing a little bit more on toddlerhood today and what to put on the plate. So it's mealtime, it's snack time, and you're kind of feeling maybe a little bit frazzled. Maybe snack time snuck up on you like it does to me all the time um, and you're kind of scrambling to put together a plate and you're like, okay, what do I need? So today we're going to talk about what you should be focusing in on, maybe a few checklist items for you to go over every time you're making a meal or a snack. And I say meal or a snack and this applies to both because in reality, you guys, uh, snack time is going to look very similar to mealtime. So I want you to build your plate the same way that you would during a mealtime, um, during a snack time. So we almost call these kind of like mini meals. So you're going to look at snack time as almost a mini meal, maybe offering um, a little bit less items or um, less amounts of food, but still kind of the basic mindset is going to be the same, along with the components are going to be the same as a meal. So To start you off, um, I would love to tell you that I have an amazing acronym for you to remember this, but I don't. It's something I'm working on. Um, There's a thousand out there, though, but um, I think I'll get there. I think I'll get there. And once I do and I come up with something that's unforgettable, I will definitely let you guys know. But for now, the best I've got is protein, fat, fiber. So those are the three components you're going to be looking for every meal every snack to put on the plate. So you want to start, start, (laughs) my Midwestern accent is really coming out. Um, You want to start with a protein. So anything, you guys, this does not have to be meat. This does not to be like the highest protein thing that you can find. Um, Just something that has a good amount of protein in it. Um, Protein is really good for, obviously for growth, um, for building muscle and strength and actually supporting that growth hormone um, that your babies are currently going through as they grow. Protein is really important. Uh, It helps with so many metabolic functions. So protein is super important to get in. Um, Also, a lot of times with protein comes the iron um, that we're looking for for our children. So that's really important. Um, And that protein also will help keep them fuller for longer. Um, It will satiate them for longer. It'll keep them hopefully feeling a little bit fuller so they're not running around the corner calling for a new snack every five minutes. 
but no promises. So start with a protein um, food. So it could be peanut butter or sun butter or cashew butter or any of your nut butters. You take your pick. My favorite is peanut butter. Um, And we've been using actually this brand called Nutso. I don't know if you've seen it, but we've been loving it. It's like a 16 seed and nut butter blend. Um, It's incredible. Now, I will say as a warning and a disclaimer, that is not somewhere you want to start with a baby or a toddler because, like I said, it has 16 nuts and seeds. So if they do develop an allergic reaction, you're kind of stuck with, I have no idea what caused that reaction, and you're going to have to filter through that. So it's definitely not a place to start, but I do like it. Anyways, so you can start with something like a nut butter, um, a hard-boiled egg, a little piece of maybe turkey meat or leftover shredded chicken from when you made tacos last night or something like that. Um, So obviously meat is going to be pretty protein heavy. If you don't eat meat or you're not keeping it in the house regularly, definitely some other options are going to be like your eggs or tofu, nut butters or dairy products are all going to have some um, protein in there for sure. So it's a good base. The second thing that I mentioned that you want to build on that plate is fat. So something that includes a fat. It doesn't have to be only fat, but definitely something like a butter or olive oil fits the bill. Um, But again, a full fat yogurt has a good amount of fat in there. So right there, you're hitting out protein and fat in one fell swoop, which is really nice um, just to open up that yogurt and hand it on over. Um, Another great option for fat, if you don't want to do like an oil or butter or yogurt or something like that, is avocado. That's a favorite over here in our household. We spread it on toast. We eat it plain. We eat it with honey, although absolutely no honey before the age of one. We'll have a whole episode on that. Um, But yeah, so avocado is a really great option. Uh, Fat is found a lot of times mixed in with other foods. So like your nut butters, there's fat in there as well as protein. So that's kind of nice. So you want to hit those two check marks. You got your protein and your fat. And fat is really great because it sticks in the stomach for longer. So it does give that feeling of fullness for longer as well. So it's going to stick with them hopefully until the next meal or snack time. And again, no promises on that. But um, the third thing on my list is uh, fiber. So fiber usually comes in the form of carbohydrate. So I used to say protein, fat, carbohydrate. And yes, absolutely, that totally works, um, protein, fat, carbohydrate. But fiber is really the key here because that fiber is going to keep them regular. (laughs) It's going to keep them fuller for longer and hopefully just stick with them. So fiber is super important also to feed the gut, have really healthy gut bacteria, which is awesome for kids. So fiber is going to be found in a lot of your whole grain products, um, also fresh fruits and vegetables. So that puts together a plate really simple, you guys. So you could do a hard-boiled egg, maybe a little slice of avocado on whole grain toast. And right there, that's a little um, snack for you. Or if you're interested in maybe something a little more plant-based, you could do a nut butter um, on top of some whole grain toast. And that's going to give you your protein and fat and fiber or carbohydrate. With that, um, if you're not able to get all three, that's okay, but you definitely want to aim for two out of the three. So I always recommend at least a protein and a fat. Um, The fiber or carbohydrate, I wouldn't say is necessary, but a lot of times our toddlers are getting plenty of carbohydrate throughout the day, um, but you definitely want to be giving them that protein and fat to keep them full. And then during their meals, making sure that you really do have that protein, fat, carbohydrate, or fiber. 
So the other thing that I wanted to tell you that's really key when you're building a plate for your toddler or um, even your infant, but definitely your toddler, is making sure there's something on the plate that they recognize and enjoy. So this is what I call a safe food. Um, It's a favorite food or a safe food or a food that they've been known to eat and eat well. Um, You always want to have that piece on there and make it super recognizable. So let's say their favorite food is zucchini but you've cut it up really small and put it in the enchilada, that's not going to be recognizable to them. So you want a food that's like by itself, something that draws them in, captures their attention, and really makes them look at the plate and go, oh, I love that food, and have a positive, like an initial positive response to the plate that's in front of them. Um, A lot of times, if you have a selective eater, it might make sense to actually present the plate with that safe food closest to them. And then as you go on in this journey, eventually rotating the plate so it's the furthest thing from them. So it's really important that you have the safe food, like I said, to create that initial positive vibe around that meal. Also get them interested and intrigued and starting to kind of pick around their plate. Um, and then another food option that I would recommend on the plate is something that they've liked in the past. So it's kind of a constant trial and error with these kids. So we definitely always want to be reevaluating what kind of foods that they're eating and enjoying and what kind of foods they're leaving on their plate or not enjoying, not to make necessarily big changes every meal or snack, but over time patterns tend to um, come to the forefront and really show themselves. So For example, my son's favorite food for a long time was avocados. Then he was super against them and wouldn't touch them. And now we're kind of swinging back into a place of it's being his favorite food. So that food made an appearance a lot when it was his safe food, a little when it wasn't, and then now a lot when it's a safe food again. So I hope that kind of makes sense. But um, you definitely want a food that's the safe food. Then you want a food that they've liked in the past, they recognize, they're interested in, or maybe they're not so into it right now, but they definitely know it and have tried it. And then if you are introducing a brand new food, you want to make sure that that's not that's not the only food you have on the plate. Another thing I did want to mention here is to... Um, offer very small portions. So toddlers are oftentimes very overwhelmed by the amount of food on their plate and our perceptions of how much they need oftentimes are much larger than the amount that they actually end up needing. So here's the thing. If you put too much of um, the food items on their plate and they feel overwhelmed, a lot of times they won't eat anything. Um, If you put a little bit of that food, like I'm talking one tiny thing of broccoli or one slice of avocado or things like that, very small amounts, it gives them the space and the opportunity to ask for more. And that opens up kind of a line of trust between you and them that when they ask for more, you're going to put it on their plate and they're in a little bit more control of how much they eat and they feel that you guys. So that's super important is to make sure to start out with small portions. Even if it's a meal or a snack, you want to start out small so that they can ask for more. So there you have it, how to build a plate for your toddler or infant. Um, You want that protein, that fat, that fiber or carbohydrate, and then you're looking for a food that they love, a favorite or a safe food another food that they recognize and have liked in the past, and then um, maybe a new food or a still learning it food, if you will. So that's kind of how to build a plate around that. Um, If you would like some more examples, I would love to share some with you. Um, I have them on my Instagram page. If you go to my Instagram at mamaandmerd, 
you are more than invited to uh, scroll back and look at some of my meals and snacks that I've posted. Um, Those will give you a good idea of what I kind of put together. Um, But it's always kind of a fun little challenge that I do for myself every day to find something new to kind of put together or um, remember what his favorite foods have been and what I can incorporate next. And same thing now that goes with my daughter, who's now eight months old and definitely starting to show signs of favoritism around food. Um, But it's something you want to keep in mind. So I hope that was helpful for you guys to give you kind of an idea of what runs through my head and what I recommend you um, check off the list every time you're building a meal and snack. And like I said, remember that snacks are really just mini meals. So try to hit those check marks for snacks as well, because toddlers and infants as well need multiple eating exposures and times in order to fill up their bellies and get their take, because we all know that their attention span, even for food, is usually quite short. So make sure you are utilizing and capitalizing on that snack time in order to offer some nutritious foods um, and new foods even for your toddler to try and enjoy. Um, We all know that I I think it's a universal truth that toddlers eat snacks much better than they eat meals. A lot of times that's because they tend to be a little bit lower in pressure. So I hope this was helpful for you guys. Please, please, please um, let me know what else you would like to see or if there was a question you had about today's episode that I didn't cover, please reach out to me. Um, All my information is at the outro at the end and I would be so thrilled to be able to answer that question for you guys because if you have it running through your head, chances are other mamas are too. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring some peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your hashtag mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review. You can find more from me on my Instagram at mama and me rd. That's mama.and.me underscore rd. And please feel free to send me any questions or comments you may have. Email me at alyssa at mama and me rd.com. Until next week, mamas.